The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, Greg Ducharme. Gregors. Hey, buddy. What's going on, Rick? What a day. Uh, match two. I mean, that, that was quite exciting towards the end there. Uh, really coming down to the wire. Yeah, so we we entered the day, United States, uh, with a 4-1 lead over the internationals. The second session, day two, had the same result, a 4-1 to one victory in favor of the United States, but that was about as competitive, Greg, and exciting as a 4-1 session blowout could be. Yes. I mean, you think about it. It's amazing. The internationals have only won one match so far, um, but it's still been exciting when you look at this match to match to match. And this is exactly what we talked about happening on Monday. You know, it's the it, the internationals are way outmatched. It's clear when you look on paper, you look at statistics, any way that you look at this and break it down, it's not close. But when they go out there and play in 18 holes of match play, it's tight. And it, it leads for uh, it leads to an exciting competition. So I, I'm not surprised that the matches are tight. I'm also not surprised the Americans are leading eight to two. Um, so yeah, I would say so far, uh, very, very few surprises. Two sessions coming up on Saturday, eight total matches. But when we look at what we saw in four ball today, uh, you know, it's kind of more of the same where the United States has just been jumping out to these very early leads. You know, you, you might turn this thing on two hours into a day and it might be all red on the leaderboard. Justin Ray notes uh, on the front nine alone, through two sessions this week. The United States is 33 under par. The internationals 14 under. The internationals are getting lapped immediately out of the gate. Yes. And look, this is um this is a problem. And it's something that they have to solve over the weekend. They have to get they have to get some uh black flags on the on the card early in, in these matches because it, it applies one, the, the pressure is already on the internationals. When you look at the lineups every day, you know, okay, well, that's going to be a tough one. That's going to be a tough, you look down the whole board and every match is a tough match. And for the Americans, you can come out free and loose because, well, yeah, I'd I'd really like to win this match, but um, uh, look at what's behind me. 
And you look at these other teams that we have. And when you start seeing red on the board, it's free and loose. And you don't want to be the team that loses a, a point. Uh, but at the same time, you you don't have to win. So it feels like every putt, every shot for the internationals is a must make. Uh, and they they really need it. Where the Americans are just going out and and you know padding their stats in a way. So the attitude is completely different. And it's much lighter on the American side. Um, but you got to give credit to the internationals for hanging tough and making, you know, making the Americans earn it. First match out, Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth defeat Adam Scott and Cam Davis two and one. This right here, Greg, is the definition of ham and egging it. Uh, Justin Thomas birdies numbers four and five. Spieth birdies seven and eight. JT birdies 10. Spieth takes care of 11 and 12. JT gets 14 and Spieth gets 17. Don't waste any of those birdies out there, gents. No, and they didn't do that at all. It's uh, it's so interesting to watch and watch these guys play and go through the shot trails and see the way that they manufacture scores. Uh, as a team and as as individuals, both of them, they are so exciting to watch. And they have to be annoying to play against because they're making putts or, you know, hitting great short game shots or escaping from the rough and trees. And every time you think you might have an edge on them, they do something with their scrambling with, the, and, and I include approach shots from, you know, not in the fairway. And, and they are just so hard to, they're relentless and they're really hard to beat and they're having fun and they're light and they're loose and they're laughing and they're creating Twitter. I mean, Twitter ought to be paying these guys for the content they created in this thing. It, it was incredible. Uh, don't, don't worry, Greg, the PIP will pay them for the content that they created yeah. yep. in, in these uh, matches. Okay. There are only two players, two players in president's cup history that have a perfect record, meaning no losses and no ties in a specific format uh the caveat here is you have to play at least five matches so there's only two players in the history of the president's cup that meet that criteria justin thomas is now 5-0-0 in four ball and jordan spieth is now 6-0-0 in foursomes oh by the way they play together in the vast majority of yes. those <laughs> it's, it's incredible it really is um, and, and i was looking at some of their records coming in and trying to handicap these matches and you know, you're going down the list and you're, okay, well, there's Thomas. Okay, well, he's never lost and he's never lost in this format. And yesterday, well, there's Spieth. All right, well, he's never lost in foursomes. And and it's kind of, it's really hard to find a, a path to victory. And they're going out against a, a team that I thought was ready to win. I thought Cam Davis played really well yesterday and was ready for a surprise. But this highlights the entire event, the entire competition, because well, if you look at just the international teams and who they put out there, they put out teams that, especially if you're in, in fantasy golf like us in that community, you like these teams, you like these guys, you expect a chance for them to, you know, maybe um, create an upset. But then you look at the other side and you look at the numbers and you look at the birdie averages and you look at the iron play and you look at the scoring averages and it just says Spieth and Thomas all the way. And then you add into it their records in these formats. Uh, you add into it the camaraderie they have as a team. And you're saying, uh, that that's a tough one to steal. Match number two. Uh, Sung J.M. and Sebastian Munoz tie. Get a half a point from Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns. Greg, this was this is probably the best golf 
we saw on Friday. I mean, Munoz and Sungjae were dialed. They had a stretch of golf on, on the back where they made five consecutive birdies, but they only won one hole during that stretch because Sam Burns and Scotty Scheffler were battling back and posting great scores of the road. Th- this, I believe, was the best display of golf we saw all day. Yeah, I mean, you see Sam Burns holing it from everywhere on the greens and Scotty Scheffler flagging it down with some iron shots like the one he hit on 18. There again, it's the same situation, right? It, this is a great team with two guys who are uh, top five birdie makers in this event in Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns on the PGA Tour, that is. Uh, and then you have Sung Im, who has been a buzzsaw in this event the last two times he's played it. And Sebastian Munoz, who has the ability to go out there and shoot 61. And what it feels like is you need that ceiling mat, that ceiling round from Sebastian Munoz. You need his very best. You need that 61 that, you know, he shot two 61s on tour this year. You need that out of him. And you need Sung J.M. to be Sung J.M. And, and they do that. They, they deliver that ceiling performance and it gets you a half. And it's just so disheartening. Um, yet at the same time, they played great golf uh, and and they went out and made a ton of birdies and they got something on the board, which is, I think, really important. Um, but look, they are really impressive to watch. I loved watching the fight. I love watching these guys go out and, and make birdies. And they did it regularly today. They just ran into world number one and what world number 12 and Sam Burns. Yeah, Sam Burns uh, drained a 79-foot, 10-inch putt on number seven, the longest putt he's ever made uh, in his PGA Tour career. So that was uh, his highlight, but he also made a couple of great putts coming in as well. Uh, Sung J.M. is like ready to win a major championship, right? How? I mean, come on. so good. He's so good. And anytime you get a spotlight on him for a week like this, where we see basically every shot that he hits, everyone gets enamored and they should be. Yes, he's incredible. He's so fun to watch. I love watching him play. I know you do too, Rick. You still have that shoe, by the way? Yes, it's going going up in value as we speak here. Back here uh, in the background. I mean, it's like you're you're sitting on gold over time. It's it's really cool. And I got to give you credit, Rick, because you've been on Sung JM for a long time. You got golf balls with it with his face (laughs) on it. I mean, you're you're a, a Sung J loyalist. And he shows you why. This is incredible. And and he's he's clutch. He's unassuming. He's got a great golf swing. He's got a great short game. He can putt. Uh, and oh, by the way, he's one of the best drivers of the ball out there. The guy is just a robot. Only good for a half. Uh, uh, unbelievable. I, I will say in a, a, a sea of red on the leaderboard, it is a little bit surprising that the world number one, Scotty Scheffler, has been quite disappointing. He's 0-1-1. Uh, the first time, according to Justin Ray, that a reigning number one player in the world did not win either of his first two matches. That That's really been the low light of an otherwise dominating U.S. team. And even the low light gets you, what, a half a point? A half a point in two <laughs> matches. Yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's disappointing but at the same time you took a, a the best team that the internationals put out there maybe not on paper but they played the best today and you got a half a point out of it um, and and when you're in this position that the US is in it, that's a, that's fine um so look you yesterday they really let it slip away you wish that they played 
17 a little bit better today. There were some moments of laps, if you will. You wish Scotty made the putt on 18. I would say both Sungjae and Scotty hit disappointing putts on 18. Um, Scotty's obviously hanging on the lip there, but it's it's so close and up that you just wish he gave it a little more steam. It, it was right in the middle. Um, but yeah, all in all, to only have a half a point through these two matches is it is disappointing, but I, I think he's fine. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll be just fine. Uh, right. Match number three on Friday. Uh, Mito Pereira, Christian Bezadenhout versus Kevin Kisner and Cam Young. If the previous match, Greg, was the best golf that we saw, this was at least the closest match. There was never a time in which either team was more than one up. And it's probably fitting that this thing ends in a tie. Yeah, I, I would say so too. Uh, look, we did, this match was the least televised match. We saw very little of this action out there. But um, I have to give credit where credit is due. You look at Mito Pereira, who hasn't been on the best form coming in. Um, and I, I hate to bring this up, but he's rumored to go to live, decides to stay, uh, whether it's just for the President's Cup or for more long term. He stays and, and he's shown that he really cares about this event. Uh, and he he's really putting his best foot forward. Yesterday, he takes it with Taylor Pendrith all the way to 18 against Finau and, and Homa. And today, he plays some great golf, and he really steps up. And a lot of credit to Christian Bezidenho, too. Made a lot of great putts, which is why he's on the team. Um, and, and they fought really hard together. And I, I think getting a half out of a, a really hot Cam Young and a Kevin Kisner, who's a match play wizard, is a is another victory for the international team. So they they stayed tough all day. Uh, they had the lead at one point early on. Uh, much of the back nine, they had the lead, and they come away with the half. It was it was good stuff. Yeah, it was a very tense match that ends up yeah. in a tie. And I, I think we have to document it because for the first time ever, I, I think I witnessed. Kevin Kisner's worst worst putt of his career on on eighteen. I mean, right, right? He left it six feet short or something like that. With yeah, the- it was brutal. <laughs> and they showed the the view that they showed on the telecast was incredible. Right, that overhead view, and it's just like, wow, that isn't going to get there. And the thing is, if we're we're somewhat familiar with Quail Hollow, but yes. it doesn't. Um, it doesn't resonate the same way as uh, in Augusta National, and and no place does. But you don't know where the ridges are, and you know how fast the greens are, and you're thinking maybe, well, oh, is there a little ridge there? He's peeled it, and it just it it doesn't do any of that. It's just way short. So yeah, the, I think there's a lot of pressure. There's <laughs> there's definitely some fear on those really fast greens that it's going to get away from you. Uh, so. To give a little bit of credit to Kevin Kisner, the the margin between uh, getting the speed just right and leaving it embarrassingly short is a lot finer than it looks on TV. But uh, but it, he's he's on this surface on this field for a reason, and it's because he's a great putter. And that was not his best. A twenty six foot putt left five feet short. But yes, Kisner is uh, one of the best putters on the planet. One of the best match play putters on the planet. So you got to point it out when he has a moment yeah. like yeah, like, uh, like, a, like a human. <laughs> <laughs> match four. Ugh, these guys: Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley, three and two over Hideki Matsuyama and Tom Kim and Greg. Wasn't that close? Uh, they were the, the boys were were five up through 11 
They were five up through 13. The internationals captured 14 and 15 to make this a little bit closer. But the you talked about buzzsaws earlier. Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shoffley, massive problem. Yes. And look, it's going to be for a while, for years to come. This is this is the thing about the Americans. Um, if this were a Ryder Cup, the Europeans would be running into a lot of the same problems. So there's been so much talk and hype. That's why I keep bringing it up about the internationals and how weak their team looks. Um, but but it's almost taking away from the strength of this American team. And I hope it's not remembered that way in history. When we t- start talking about the Ryder Cup, uh, that was the, oh yeah, and that President's Cup, Xander and Cantlay swept, but uh, but they didn't really play anybody. I mean, look, Tom Kim and Hideki Matsuyama can flat out play. Uh, and they hit some good shots today. And this this team is one of the best teams I've ever seen in Ryder Cups and President's Cups. They are, they're that good and they're playing well. Both of them kind of quietly had, they were very close to player of the year type seasons. You think about Xander Shoffley with his back-to-back wins and some great results before that. Patrick Cantlay losing twice in a playoff, finally getting a win late in the year. A couple of uh, nice finishes in the last two majors. I mean, these guys really started to turn it on late in the season and they've carried it right through into this. Oh, and and they won the only team event on tour together. So they're they're a, a match made in heaven, and it's uh they're hard to beat. I don't know what you have to do to beat them. I always forget. Oh yeah, by the way, all the all that great success they've had in every you know Ryder Cup and Presidents Cup. Yeah, they also won the Zurich together as well. Yeah, it's, it's just I, I, they're four and five in the world. I mean, it's hard to put a better team together. It, it really is. Uh, they're four zero and zero together in match play. Uh, is that what I'm reading there, Jacob? Uh, in four four sums, in four sums, they've never lost. They're now five it's and sums, five zero and zero. Got it. Thank you. They, they lost in four ball. In four ball, they, this is actually their first win in the last Presidents Cup. They lost both their four ball matches. That's right. That's right. Um, but winning here, and they're different players now. Uh, that was 2019, and Patrick Cantlay was Player of the Year in 2021 uh, you know xander shoffley picks up two wins this year Th- these guys are different players than they were in 19 and they were really good in 19 <laughs> so it it's uh i i don't know what you do about them uh how do you feel about tom kim making birdie on 14 to cut the deficit to four and giving a big old big old fist pump big old roar yeah. i mean he's just trying to muster some type of late energy here yeah and and look as the competitor in that moment you're saying all right i have to have this and the intensity and the pressure rises you're not gonna you're not you're not gonna laugh this off you you're you're trying to win every hole coming in you're trying to take this to 18 and so look it, he, it was a big moment for him and it kind of looks a little uh like we're, we're kind of laughing at him because well we, you're still not going to win what did that mean but that's not what he's thinking. So I, I appreciate it. I, I think it shows the energy, the passion, and the the no quit in the international team. And I, I really, I think that could go a long way for him tomorrow. Love Tom Kim. Uh, the final match of the day, uh, which went the distance, was Corey Connors and Taylor Pendrith versus Billy Horschel and Max Homa. It was 
a great match. It was kind of back and forth. The internationals actually took the lead. Um, excuse me. They tied it up on 13 and we went to 17 tied, uh, at 17 max Homa rolls in a putt to give the Americans a, a, a lead one up. And then he rolls in an 11 footer again on 18, uh, to seal the match after Pendrith had already rolled in a birdie putt there. So, I mean, Max Homa coming up big in two massive spots. Yes. Uh, and the, the, first of all, the putt that Billy Horschel made on 16 was sweet. Mm-hmm. And they had a great camera view on that. It just had so much break in it. So I, I loved seeing that. And then you got Homa on 17. His ball barely stays on top of that false front. You saw Billy Horschel's ball roll back down. Um, and who was it in the match bef- in, in the match before I Cam Young, Cam Young's ball rolled, rolled right down that same false front. Yeah. So that was, um, a, a perfect spot to leave it for him. A really hard spot to get it into, but I, I just love watching Max Homa swing the golf club. It is a thing of beauty and the, the change and improvement he's made, which we talked about, you know, on Sunday. Uh, after his win at the Fortinet has been awesome. But we talked about this before we came on, Rick. This is what he's been dreaming of. You want to get on these teams for this moment. You want to get, yeah, and now the ball's in your hand. And Taylor Pendrith just hold a, a big putt and gave a big fist pump. And you have a chance to, sh- to, to quiet, you know, you're not quieting the crowd because you're the home team, but you have a chance to take the point. And it's, it's everything that you could have dreamed of. Um, and I would bet you, after watching Max Homa go through that, he was happy that Taylor Pendrith made the putt because it it made the moment. Uh, Max Homa was asked how that compared to individual wins. He said, "Quote one hundred times better." So, yeah, pretty. Fun. He loves it. He loves it. He's so happy to be here, and you can feel that. A four and one repeat. In on day two, just like day one. So it is now an eight to two United States lead. Uh, Vin, Vince Carter dot gif. I, I mean, I, I mean, I like what even, even when, when the internationals got the ceiling Sungjae Munoz day. Uh, they again kind of got Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns. It didn't play all that well. They scratch out a half against Cam Young and Kevin Kisner. Like you mentioned it earlier, they've still only won outright one match, one full point. It came yesterday. Siwoo Kim and Cam Davis, two up over Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns. I mean, it is just ridiculous the gap in score compared to the gap in how competitive it was, especially today. Yes. And, you know, they shouldn't even have gotten a point yesterday. You could argue that Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns gave that one away. Um, So that's a tough position to be in. But this is the thing that this young American group has kind of figured out. Uh, They figured it out in the last Ryder Cup. They seem to have figured it out here. This group doesn't care if they're the favorites. They don't. They're not coming in here playing down to anybody's level. They're not expecting that they're going to walk away with a victory. They, they're they coming to show fist pumps and celebrations and awkward high fives. I mean, they're here for all of it. And they they all want to be remembered in that way. They want to experience what it's like to have success. And that's all they know. 
at this point. Um, and, and so there is no sign to me that they're going to let up tomorrow. I mean, I mean, Max Homa had a putt to make it eight to two versus seven and a half to two and a half. Okay. And he's celebrating the way that he is. They, they want these moments. And I, I it, it, it's just too much for the internationals. Is there anything they can do? I mean, what, maybe Corey Connors plays a little bit better. Maybe you can get a Hideki Matsuyama and Adam Scott playing a little better. But then you get, are you still going to get what you got out of Sebastian Munoz um, and, and Christian? Are, are you still going to get that? Out of, the same thing out of Mito. Can you get that again? And, and can they all come together for 36 holes tomorrow? And then single Sunday. It just feels like way too big of an uphill climb, as well as they've played and as hard as they've fought. We're going to try to hold on here uh, until we get the pairings for the morning session on Saturday. Again, remember, there are two sessions of four each tomorrow. It starts very early. I believe the first match is like 7, 12 a.m., Greg, on the East Coast. So yeah. East Coasters better get up early on their Saturday. If you're on the West Coast, uh, oof, set an alarm. Yeah, um, or join in and see some more red on the board on Saturday morning. <laughs> um, but w- what would you do if you're if you're Captain Immelman in this scenario? I, I think for the Americans, it's a pretty easy um, it's a pretty easy setup. There's no reason to make any significant changes. But if you're the internationals, what do you do? Uh, burn burn the plan and do the opposite. Seriously, just put like guys you never thought would play together together and and hope you find something there's there's really yeah why not you spent 18 months and and this is not the fault of trevor immerman or the international team or anything that's going on you spent 18 months crunching the data figuring everything out getting these guys ready to run through a wall and you are down eight to two it can't it you can't go anywhere like if you just if you go down and you could tomorrow lose six to two and if this could be 14 to four going into Sunday singles, uh, whether yeah, it could be not, over at the first match, you know, the, the second yeah. match. So what's the harm in doing something completely bonkers and just try to find something? I, I think, I think the craziest thing would be to run out any of the combinations outside. Maybe you give Siwoo and Cam Davis another crack at it because they, they were the, they were the only team that's put together, uh, right black and gold on the leaderboard. Otherwise, um, put names in a hat and draw them out. So what do you do with Hideki and Adam Scott? Because, I, I mean, they have they have not been... The, they haven't given your team the life that you were hoping for. Do you, you, know, do you sit them? So so didn't, didn't Europe sit Rory Saturday morning? Yes. If you can sit Rory McIlroy, you can sit Adam Scott and Hideki Matsuyama. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's crazy to say, but any way you look at this, it's, it, you're going to be underdogs. We said this earlier in the week. Yes. You can put any combination of internationals together. And when the, uh, when the American parents come out, and I know they're matching, you're going to say, oh, well, there's a point for the Americans. There's a point for the Americans. You're going to say that four times, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand your point. Um, but who who are the guys that you think are like Corey Connors and Taylor Pendrith? I loved what I saw at a Pendrith today. Connors, you know, contributed a little bit on the back nine. But do you keep them together? Yeah, I, what I would do is I would almost just look at my guys 
and almost rank them with how well they've been playing. So, so Sung Jay's near the top of the list, if not the top of the list. Pendrith's been pretty good. Mito's been good. Um, Munoz has been fine. Like, you know what I mean? Just like rank them and yeah. just put one and two together, three and four together, five and six together, and you have got you've got to get full points. You have got to get full points. Yes. It's the and, only way. And you got to do it in the morning. And you only have to play eight guys in the morning because there's only four matches. Right. Which goes a long way. Yeah. And I do think, I do think long term having five points available is not good for this competition. They need to, they need to reduce that. Well, it's, it's, it's like, it's what we talk about every single week. It's sample size, right? The more yeah. matches that are available, if this was a hundred, a hundred matches, the United States would win this a million times out of a million. They're basically already doing that with 30, with 30 potential matches. Right. If you, if this was 20 matches, you might get some more upsets. Right. And, and I think that's a really important thing. And the other, for the captain of the international team, for Trevor Immelman, when today and uh, yesterday, you got to put everybody on the golf course, except for two guys, mm-hmm. the concept of stacking your lineup um, becomes really difficult. You got to put everybody out there. How do you how do you stack them? And it just it plays so much in the favor of the Americans. So I I think they have to at this point in the next Presidents Cup. I think they got to limit that. I mean at least to four. I've seen people throw out there. Let's do you know three. Let's do three in each session. Um, and that would make it more competitive in my opinion. But the Americans can put any. They could draw names out of the hat. They could have done that on Thursday. And they'd be, they'd be favored, and have advantages. And they have they have locked and loaded teams. So I feel like, I feel like even if you did, nah, maybe not. I was gonna say even if you did three matches in the morning, three matches in the afternoon, three matches in the morning, three matches in the afternoon, and you still get to twelve through two days instead of, I guess that'd actually be more. We had ten through two days. That probably doesn't help. I'm just trying to think of. Like it just turns into such a huge momentum thing when when one side goes four and one, like four and yeah. one is devastating. If you just even if you lose all three, it's it feels like it's a lot more yeah for you to come. But look, I mean, in Paris in the 2018 Ryder Cup, the I looked at this this morning. the The Americans won the first session three one, uh, and then the Europeans won four zero in the afternoon. But it, it was still like it, it didn't feel it didn't feel done at that point. Um, and I, I don't know if that has to do with the number of matches, but you're right. Four one just feels like such a big deficit and it puts so much pressure on you in this in the second session. And then you can't afford a half. A half's no longer good. I mean, if the two half matches were wins for the uh, for the internationals. You're looking at a completely different ball game being six four. Um, and and you could at that point, you could go into singles with a lead. It's gonna be it's gonna be really hard to have a lead heading into Sunday for the internationals. It is uh it is possible, but it's not gonna happen. Uh it is yeah, it is possible. So there's eight available points on Saturday, and it's eight to two. So wow, yeah, okay. Hey, you, you could lose one and still have a no, I guess you could tie. No, right. You could have one. But <laughs> yeah. there's no way that, that, is, that ain't going to happen. We're going to get the picks for tomorrow. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. 
Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain. Those numbers do not add up to me. And I know it can be confusing the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple. And that's where super feet comes into play. These super feet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking a, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I, I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, they've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as, as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there. And I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for four, our listeners, uh, first time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. And we're back. All right. They're coming in hot, baby. The internationals look like they just put out their uh, their first pick. Jacob, what do we have? It's like uh, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Sung J.M., Corey Connors. Wow. Spieth, Thomas, M., and Connors, right? Yep. That is correct. Okay, Greg, M. and Connors. So this is – so Tr Captain Trevor sticking to plan here. That was yeah. the original foursomes matchup or uh, pairing from, from Thursday. Right. Um, yeah, I'd like to see him mix it up a little bit. I love getting Sung Jay in there in the first match. Uh, and again, I put I put Connors in the first match when I was captain of the internationals because I wanted to give him another chance. I just I'd like to see him with his uh, with his good buddy Taylor Pendrith again, but we'll see. Okay. I, I do not. I mean, there's probably not a lot of pairings I would like. I I'm I would be throwing away the the playbook right now. So we'll look, th okay. this is this match again. It's like the robots in some, and, and not that Corey Connors has been a robot, but just stylistically speaking, these two guys are robots and they're going up against artists. Um, and they're, it's just going to be like if they all, if all four of them play well, it'll be a fun match to watch. Match 12 Cam Young, Colin Morikawa versus Adam Scott and Hideki Matsuyama. Same exact 
foursomes pairings from each side. These two have not played uh, against each other. Cam Young and Colin Morikawa, they got a full point uh, on Thursday. Adam Scott and Hideki Matsuyama got blown out by Patrick Cantlay and Xander Schauffele. Yeah, look, he's giving them another chance and uh, clearly sticking to the plan, um, putting them out there second. So, uh, I mean, they they got to find something, but I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of that one. Here's the next one. K.H. Lee and Tom Kim going out against Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns. Uh, what are we doing, guys? These are, these are the exact same. K.H. Lee and Tom Kim lost on Thursday to... Cam Young and Colin Morikawa, Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns lost to Siwoo Kim and Cam Davis. We are we have we are three quarters of the way through these matchups, and there has not been a single pairing that has been changed. Yeah, and there's been no Munoz in here. There's been no um, uh, no Pereira yet. We'll see if we get those guys in uh, towards the end here. But um, it, it, Captain Immelman is not necessarily rewarded the guys that fought really hard this afternoon. I'm stunned. At this, we're, yeah. we're, we're going to see what the last one is, but, but I don't need, what has Scotty Scheffler done to deserve to go back out again? Well, I mean, they did shoot nine under today. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Fair point. Uh, totally. uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, his team's winning eight to two. He's number one in the world. I, I get, I get all the American plays so far. I, I, I agree that the Americans should do exactly what they're doing right now, which is running everyone out there again. Right. And uh, it's a, it's a clean sweep, Greg. So the, the final, the final group or the final matchup is Tony Finau and Max Homa who won on Thursday morning versus Siwoo Kim and Cam Davis, who also won on Thursday morning. So you are, getting uh, the exact same pairings, not necessarily against the same opponents. The big notable item here is that Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shoffley are getting the session off. Yeah, it's uh, the first surprise. I mean, look, there these teams that uh, Captain Love has put out there, there's nothing wrong with them, but that's, that's a big surprise to me. Um, these guys have been unbeatable in foursomes. They have shown a little bit of weakness in four ball, and that's a that's a tough that's a tough sit. I, I love what Max Homa did today, uh, and I I'm fine with getting Fino back out there. It's fine. I just I mean that that seems like uh, an opportunity missed. So, by my quick scan, Cantlay, Xander, Horschel, and Kisner. Yeah. For the Americans and for the international squad, Bezadenhout, Munoz, uh, Pereira, Pereira, uh, and uh, and Pendrith. Yeah, yeah. That's boy. That's tough. I don't like. I mean, how do you sit? How do you sit Munoz and Pereira and Pendrith? Those. I mean, how do you sit those three guys? I'm with you, buddy. I I think the Americans, as we said, could have put out anything. And for them, they're up eight to two. Uh, just do what's working. Just put out like, yeah. that's fine. I don't care about that. If you, I'm surprised to not see Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shoffley, but you have an embarrassment of riches. So you'll probably be able to get away with it. I am genuinely stunned. I'm almost impressed that the internationals went with four pairings that they rolled out to a four, one loss 
on Thursday morning. They ran them back out there, which did not necessarily include who I believe are their best, who, who have other players who have been playing best this week. Right. And that's the adjustment that I, I would have liked to see. Um, who, who is playing the best? Who's playing? Who's they're all playing hard, but who's showing me the most heart right now? Who's going to ignite that spark in this team? It's like when you're a basketball, uh, you know, you're uh, coaching basketball and you put your six man out there to rein in some threes and get the crowd going, get yourself back into it. Even though he's not your best player, he's your six man in your lineup. He lights a spark and I don't see the, I don't see the spark here in this lineup. And and that's why when, when we went through this, um, I, I put out, who did I put out? Sung JM and Tom Kim. I thought that would be a real opportunity to light a spark. Um, I forget who I put out first already. I'm like a goldfish. Uh, <laughs> but I, I just, I, I don't see the, Who's gonna Who's gonna get this thing going and light it? Oh, I put Pereira and Munoz first. I, I stuck them out there first. I think those guys could light a spark. They're fired up. They're excited to be. Yeah. What's 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 the message in the team room? Hey guys, remember Thursday morning when we got smoked? Let's do it again. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that it's not an uphill battle. I'm not going to say at the end of the week that this was the mistake that cost the internationals. The For event. sure. Of course not. But um, I think you got to kind of throw the kitchen sink at them and you evaluate who's giving you, who's giving you something here. And you try to turn this thing around. Uh, worst case scenario, you get Thomas and speed thinking, Oh, all right, well, I got Mito and I got Mito and, uh, and Munoz. We should handle these guys. The one thing I hope, I hope Trevor says is like, uh, well, I've run the models and these are by far my best guys. And, and Thursday morning was only a sample size of one. How dare you not expect me to run these guys back out there? And I'd be like, okay, I bow down to the data King, run them back out there. Yeah. Let's do it again. <laughs> yeah. I get, I mean, maybe they'll, maybe they need a second chance. I, I don't know. It, it just doesn't feel like they're your best teams. I agree. You know, I agree. Okay. Well, um, I'll, it'll be a long day of golf, very long day of golf on Saturday. It's going to start early, like seven, 12 AM Eastern time. And we saw that final match of four balls. Greg took five hours and 45 minutes. And that's going to be the second session yeah. tomorrow. So it's going to be yeah. a very, very long day of golf. Yep. 11 more hours. <laughs> 11 more hours. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll be back Saturday night. The United States could, they can actually win it on Saturday. They have to get to 15 and a half. They'd have to win them all. If they sweep and both they, sessions. They could take a tie one. Seven, seven, oh, and one would end it. Wow. That can't happen. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll be back Saturday night. We'll be back Sunday night. Um, see how this thing shakes out for now. Producer Jacob, all the hard work behind the scenes. Greg Ducharme, available on Twitter at the Real GFD. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.
Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.